Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Coming up on today's show, Xbox talks about why they weren't at the Game Awards. We have some new details on Armor Core 6, and I've got some fun guests here. Everybody and welcome to another episode of the What's Good Games podcast, your source for video game news, commentary, analysis, and funny stuff every Friday. I'm Andrea Renee, joined by Mrs. Rana Manuel Pena. What's good, Andrea? What's good? I want to give a shout out to your hair because people oh. keep mentioning it in the comments oh, do that they, they like the buns, the, Thank the, the, you. the pom-poms, the puffs. There's lots of names for them. I appreciate that. I think space buns is kind of like Ooh, what I like we space buns. With. Yeah, I don't know why space came into the equation, but this is my lazy hair. This is what I do when it's almost wash day. Well, if that's your lazy hair, then I clearly need to up my lazy hair game. And for podcast listeners, I do want to give a nod to the fantastic black scrunchies that she's got in her hair because scrunchies have made a very big comeback. Oh, yeah. Also, welcome to the show, founder and host of Gamertag Radio, Danny Pena is here. Thank you. And I hope everybody loves my hair, too. <laughs> yeah, Aww. but thanks. This has been now uh, the second time that I've been the end of the year yeah. yes right? you yeah. guys both did our end of year shows last year remember yeah. where i got you guys the sparkle jackets that was fun we were both still employed by g4 yes oh wow yes. what a difference a year makes we Rest weren't yet married and we didn't have a house yet yes look at that some big milestones yeah. i would yeah. say let's focus on the incredibly positive big yeah. milestones for you guys congratulations again thank you on both the house and the marriage Sounds like both are going well. They are. <laughs> oh, yeah. And uh, also got her a brand new gaming PC. Gaming PC. That's, that's yes, truly, welcome! <laughs> Finally! truly the, the milestone of the year. I am now a PC gamer. I am excited to I'm join not going to lie. I am so, I'm so excited about <laughs> you that. You just are excited to use it for yourself, admit it. No, I, I have my own. I have my own. <laughs> I'm excited for her to use it because, you know, I want her mm -hmm. to create more content and, you know, work stuff, though. Yeah. And so plus, I can give him his extra games. laptop back, so yeah. I'm not playing on that. Yeah, exactly. So for our video watchers at YouTube.com slash What's Good Games, I think this means that we're going to have less desyncing problems. Mm. And that has been an ongoing <laughs> issue uh, for our video. And at the end of it, I just started to let it go because I was yes. like, I can't. I can't keep. We can't keep fixing it's it. It's all good. Thank so you, everyone, like, for your patience. You know, that's how it is with podcasts. You start, you know, yeah. like that, and then you get better. That's Oh, cool. if you go back and look at some of the first episodes of What's Good Games from 2017, they are rough, man. <laughs> really? It was that rough? Oh, yes. I mean, and, lots and of technical problems. I'm in shock because you've always been always on point oh, yeah, with absolutely. Like, camera and audio and everything. So that's the thing is that my background is in video production. Mm -hmm. And when we started a podcast, I really had to lean on our quote, unnamed producer, which people now know is my husband, John Drake, who was a part owner in a recording studio, a professional musician, and worked for this little company called Harmonix that made one of the biggest music franchises of all time called yeah. Rock Band. No big right? deal. So he has a little bit of experience when it comes to audio and music mm -hmm. and sound recording. And so 
I was like, please help me because this is like a giant gap in my knowledge of technical production. And even as a producer, I wasn't always the lead Mm -hmm. doing video production, but it was where my expertise was and where my training was. Mm -hmm. And so for podcasts, it took us a long time to work out the kinks because turns out recording equipment is one of the holdouts when it comes to analog hardware Mm -hmm. and doing hardware from traditional microphones like we have a sure sm7b which is you know kind of a gold standard podcast and studio recording mic as well john always likes to tell people it's the microphone that michael jackson recorded the thriller album on (laughs) the cable which is called an xlr cable that goes into these microphones Mm -hmm. does not play nice with computers it Mm. plays nicer today in 2022 back then Even in 2017, very much did Mm. not play nice. And there was a lot of very challenging workarounds to get these microphones to work with our computer on the budget that we had. That's that's the kicker. That there's some really great pieces of equipment that you can buy if you have a lot of money (laughs) that make this technology and this hardware work with a computer interface but you know we weren't about to drop you know, like $50,000 on a fucking soundboard yes. <laughs> so, also we had just launched and we were like maybe someone doesn't want to listen to this podcast after the month after we launched we don't know and so it's come a long way yes since then technology is much better today even just Elgato as a brand has really evolved with us and our show, which is really interesting looking at some of the tech that we had when we started to where we're at now. And I'm very excited that this is our last live show, but I'm excited that our next live show is going to be when I'm going to be heading to CES, the Consumer Electronics Show in Las Vegas. Mm -hmm. And we're getting special guests, Paris Lilly on the show afterwards, because I know he's a big tech guy. I'm not here. I'm going far away. Wow. That guy. I'm going far away. But I don't mean to digress we're here to talk about video games we'll talk more about ces and you know danny's feud with paris (laughs) in january thank you to this month's patreon producers chewy's guts on alex orgopolis ferris atia justin foshi and punctified and welcome to our patreon community brent muse if you want to help support what's good games you can do so at patreon.com slash what's good games where you can check out our pledge offerings And sometimes, you know, you get the podcast early, you'll get some sneak peeks, some behind the scenes stuff. We'd like to sprinkle a little little things in there from time to time. Yeah. Thanks for sticking around, y'all. We really appreciate it. It makes a huge difference. And you're you're supporting your favorite podcast or your favorite content creator. So go for it. Because while the show is free, this stuff isn't. (laughs) Turns out all that technology I was just talking about costs a lot of money even now. This mic is not cheap. (laughs) No. No. But we did invest in these in the very beginning and they're still the same microphone that our patrons back in 2017 helped us fund. So thank you so much to everybody who's been with us and supporting our voices. This week's show is also brought to you by Honey, but I'll tell you about that later. Let's talk about the very weak news that is out. (laughs) Um, And I say weak because obviously the Game Awards 2022 happened last week. All of us were there. You guys hopefully saw our Game Awards reaction episode We, of course, didn't get to everything that happened in the show. And so we're going to talk about a couple things this week because there's not really any other news than (laughs) Game Awards related things. First off, Xbox has addressed their lack of Game Awards presence and promises incredibly exciting 2023. So before I even read the response from Xbox, which is, you know, a pretty (laughs) standard response, I was surprised that so many people called out Xbox for not having a bigger presence at the show. I guess I didn't 
think anything of it. I didn't expect them to have a huge presence, but I did anticipate something, right? Like we have games that I'm excited for, like Redfall. We we have things on the horizon that we know are coming in that 12-month window from the Xbox Bethesda showcase that we saw back in May. So I did expect maybe a handful of moments or mentions or maybe some third-party like trailers or like gameplay preview something but I wasn't upset that they weren't there that reaction was a little bit different from mine I'll say it that way I mean right. if you go back to 2019 what was like the big thing that happened in 2019 with Xbox do you remember in 2019 2019 that's when they showed the Xbox Series X for the first time okay. and they showed Hellblade too Oh, mm. you remember that? Yeah. I do remember that. Yeah. yeah. And what was it they showed last year? And also, we got to see Perfect Dark. Last year was Perfect Dark, wasn't it? I think that was. I can't remember if it was last year. Go double check. But I know they did show gameplay of Hellblade mm-hmm. 2. So everybody's expecting, oh man, 2023 is going to be the, the year. I mean, if you go back to uh, summer of this year, they showed us games that's coming out for the next 12 months. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? I mentioned this on Twitter. Uh, Halo, the TV series, first oh, trailer okay. was last year. Yeah. Yes, I mean, it's a TV series. Hellblade yeah. was last year. Hellblade yeah. 2 was last year. Yeah. And, I mean, mm-hmm. but also they showed a trailer right after they showed the Xbox uh, Series X announcement. Because I remember that. I remember I was going crazy when I got to see that. But anyways, this year, I thought they were going to show something, a game with a date or something, right? Because they've been hyping it up. We have so much content coming up in 2023. I've been hearing more news about... FTC, Activision, yeah. Call of Duty is an exclusive of now more than games that's coming out next year. It's frustrating because like I get it, that's you know the business side, but yeah, as a gamer, as a consumer, like I want to hear what's coming the next twelve months. They need to show us content, man. Like we've been having the consoles now for the past couple of years. We want to see games now next gen only. We haven't seen that yet. I know PlayStation same thing. Mm-hmm. They've been uh, releasing games for both. That's a fair caveat talking about next gen only. I think we're finally at that point in the generation where we are going to start seeing Xbox Series X and S and Mm -hmm. PlayStation 5 only games Mm -hmm. because that's where we need to be. Even this week, there was an announcement from the Hogwarts Legacy team that the PS5 and Xbox One version of the game is now delayed. Unsurprisingly, that game you know, looks like it's being tailored for the current gen. And these older gen systems are just, you know, they're old. Yeah. <laughs> I know it sounds Turns weird out to say that they're not loud, as powerful. But technology moves really fast. And mm-hmm. I equate it to the conversation I had with somebody about the smartphone technology and how that moves even faster. Mm. The vast majority of tech users who use smartphones daily for work purposes, and I say that specifically because if you're just a casual phone user and you don't like do multimedia, you probably don't even need a smartphone in the first place. But people mm-hmm. who do aren't talking about things that they use apps not being supported for like iPhone 10. I mean, we're on iPhone 14 now. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, that's all people think about is like the, like iPhone 13, of course, because it was just the last gen and maybe even iPhone 12. But I mean, generations before that, two right. years ago, it's obsolete tech. Yeah. After as a far years, as like new software on. is concerned. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I think that is such a big difference between video games and, and other mediums. So, you know, look, I was sitting down with Paris and I'm like, all right, let's see when is going to be the next Xbox announcement. Time's been passing by. And I looked at him like, I think nothing is popping off. I'm like, it's, yeah. I think it's not going to happen this year, man. Oh, while you were watching the show. While you were, watching you the were show. waiting for like a big first party thing? Yeah, yeah. Because here's the thing. And even uh, shout out to, to Mike and Paris and Gary from SCAS. They had a conversation a couple of weeks ago. You know that Xbox never had 
a game of the year contender at the game awards they haven't zero hmm. huh. they have never won a, a game of the year game maybe that has something to do with it though <laughs> in Jeff Keeley, the executive producer's defense. Yeah. He's not on the jury. No, it's, no. But he it's, doesn't that's, influence that's the, the jury, jury whatsoever. Yeah. It's, it's no, 100% the jury. Yeah. The reason I'm saying this is because, yeah, we've been getting, you know, fours or rides, and there's a couple of games that has stood out a lot, but they need to come back strong in mm. 2023, especially now with Starfield and all these games that's coming out this year. Well, I think Starfield will for sure be a game of the year contender. I hope. I, I really mean, hope. What do you mean you hope? Because look, we've been in that in the past with like Cyberpunk and other games. We were like, oh my God, super excited. And it comes out and it's not really. Now Cyberpunk is really good now. Sure. Right. But uh, I, I just hope that everything comes out great. And it's great. I appreciate your optimism. I am Pretty very sure. confident. Bethesda Game Studios. Yeah. As a development team. Mm. is going to deliver. They're going to over-deliver on Starfield. I mean, this is a game that's been in development for, what, seven years? I don't think that this game is going to flop. I really do not. I, I really don't think... I don't think Bethesda Game Studios as a team has had yeah. a flop. I don't no, I don't no, think no. it'll flop, but I do think there's something to be said for going so early in the year. Like we saw with Elden Ring, for most of 2022, everyone knew for sure that's the winner. Right, that's yeah. game of the year. That's the only thing that's worth talking about. And then Ragnarok comes along, and just like in the game, changes everything. But and that game was incredible, but, exactly. But, but here, it's also more recent it's in our most memory. Recent, so and, everybody's gonna think about that. Yeah, but like, Elden Ring still won game of the year. But they also the more won base, of the game. They also won best game direction. Sure. Yeah. So we can talk about this if you want right now. Okay. Because I was going. I, we mentioned it a little bit on our react show, but. Mm. I am convinced the reason why Elden Ring didn't win more individual categories is that it didn't fit into individual mm. categories, hmm. right? There were some that it could have, right? Yes. Obviously, like art direction as a category, it could have won. Yes. Score and music as a category, it could have won. Mm -hmm. But best performance... Not really. No, no. there's no. no protagonist, right? You're a you're a silent protagonist. The in that cap game. of stray. That's it. That's why. Um, <laughs> Murtaugh, say his name. I'm sorry. You know? I mean, I still think that God of War Ragnarok should have won Game of the Year because I think it's a superior game, which we're not going to get into now. But obviously, Elden Ring is a phenomenal game as well for yes. different reasons. Very different. Yes. And so I don't. I don't truly think the release date matters because if you think of The Legend of Zelda, mm -hmm. even just back to their most recent release, Breath of the Wild, mm -hmm. that came out in March. Yeah. And it had no problem dominating every single category. I mean, was there any competition that year? I don't remember. 2021? No, remember. that was 2017 when Breath of the Wild came oh, out. Oh, Breath of the Wild. I'm, Breath pretty of the Wild. Sure, I'm pretty sure it was 2017. Let me double 20, check. Yeah, when the Switch came out. But I'm wondering, like, I'm trying to think if there was any major competition that year. I don't remember. Yes, but. there was. There was. 2017, I I believe was also the year that Horizon Forbidden Dawn launched. Oh, that's a great game. Yeah, great game. And mm. by the way, I want to mention something about that game, about the most recent game, sure. Horizon West. Uh, Forbidden West. Yes, Forbidden West. Oh, did uh, I say Forbidden Dawn? Zero Dawn? Is Horizon it, Zero Dawn. Look, we're, we've been drinking, okay, guys? It's, it's okay. <laughs> uh, no, so what I was going to say, I was watching the trailer of the new expansion that's coming out, the mm. new DLC, right? And at the end, there was no play PlayStation 4 logo. It was all PS5. And I was like, huh. yeah, good as it should be. I see what I see. What we're moving I, I on. I see you, Sony. That's how you do it. We're moving you gotta, on. Gotta, gotta move on. Gotta move on. You do. You know, 
Yeah. Yeah, but uh, I just want to say real quick. But can I say something, <laughs> some, something real quick about the of Xbox? Of course you can. <laughs> oh, Super Mario Odyssey was also. I, I've been oh, drinking. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. oh my god, that's a really good yeah. game too. Mm-hmm. Nintendo, Nintendo, kill it. All, all right, fair point. March may not be too early, but I still think. It is a tall order to ask people to remember how much they love a game that long. Can I say something? You we know don't... what's a taller order before Danny says his thing? Sure. Is asking people to remember a game that came out in December that is qualified for the next for year. For the following year. Yes. So That's this has been fair. something that people have talked about with the Game Awards yeah. since 100%. their inception. That either Jeff moves the awards to mm. January so he could include December games that come out in the full calendar year like every other award show that exists <laughs> in other mediums. Right. Or... You know, he has to move it as late in December as he can. But the real problem for p- members of the jury, as we are, What's Good Games is a member of the jury, mm-hmm. is that even if they move it back, there's only so much time we usually get with those games that come late. And that was yeah. a big thing that happened with Pokemon this year. Yeah. That with Violet and Scarlet, and people were like, why didn't Pokemon get more nominations? And it was like, because they we didn't have code in yes. time for the deadlines that we needed it for. Right. And this is a buggy mess. Oh, well, that's, that, I mean, that's that aside. Hold on, that aside. No, so I was going to say this. I'm disappointed, of course, sure. not seeing announcements from Xbox, you know. IGN, there was a couple other media outlets out there. You that, can mention whatever you want you know on the show, Ryan Danny. McCaffrey. Oh, super love cool. You, Ryan. I love Ryan. Ryan. One please. of the industry's best. Yes. Also we, had we great shoes on at the Game Awards. If people didn't see, he, he had, had shoes. fuzzy shoes. They're yeah. made out of that Sherpa coat material. It was amazing. Look, <laughs> me and Ryan, we go way back. Early days, Xbox Magazine, all that stuff, man. So shout to him. But I was disappointed seeing his article. Mm. Very disappointed. I didn't like the headline. It, it's, it was like, it, to me, it was just too much saying Xbox basically slapped to the face to, to all the fans for not having announcement at, uh, at the Game Awards. And look... There's reasons why Xbox probably decided not to have game announcements at the Game Awards. Mm-hmm. Clearly, of course. If they had I, something, they would have. I have a theory because I've seen the tweets from a couple of the Xbox team online. I think they're probably going to have kind of like the Nintendo Direct, like inside Xbox throughout the whole year because they have so much content. Mm-hmm. They probably want to save those announcements for their own, their own events. You know, So I think right. it makes more sense. Plus, it could be maybe because of budget. It could be totally different reasons instead of putting investing that money on the game the game awards put it on something else maybe have like a in-person event having fans in there maybe or different reasons you know that's that's my theory but still disappointed i didn't have you know any announcements at, at the game Awards. <laughs> you like my theory though i mean i don't necessarily agree that they're holding it i think that maybe their teams just don't have anything ready I mean, we have talked on this show multiple times yeah. that preparing a trailer, um, any kind of marketing asset, a game demo, literally anything, it screenshots takes- even, yes, it takes time away from the game developers developing the game. And not every team has a separate marketing production team that can create these assets. A lot of times it is the development team who has to create them. And they maybe just looked at their slate and said, let's just sit out this one they obviously are under a lot of pressure right now with this Mm -hmm. ftc stuff that's happening Mm -hmm. with the activision blizzard merger that is now under intense scrutiny and there's a lawsuit being filed and maybe they were like we don't need any more press on us at this moment our team is overwhelmed we just need to like take a step back that's the basis of my theory and if legal comes knocking on the door no matter how excited you are no matter how close you are to maybe having a marketing asset ready you don't say anything if legal says stay quiet 
I yeah. Don't know, I don't know if it's because of that. I don't know. We don't. I, I, we don't I mean, know. We don't know. None of us clear, know. None of us know. <laughs> none of us know. <laughs> this is all speculation. Because here's the thing. If they announce back in June, this all the games is coming out in the next 12 months, from mm-hmm. June to June of 2023, what was the reason for that? You, you get what I'm saying? Like, there was games there. They could easily show a trailer. Let's say Redfall. Let's sure. make let's make believe. Let's make believe. Not easily. Not easily, but <laughs> could have. But yes, they could have. They could have. Mm-hmm. They showed gameplay for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Gameplay at the at the showcase back in June. As they should. Actually, you know what? The showcase was all gameplay that they showed. Yeah, most the, mostly. I think it was like think eighty was a to ninety teaser that was not. Yeah, gameplay. eighty to ninety percent of the stuff that they showed back in June was all gameplay. They could show a game and say, "Hey, and show a date." And that's it. Or just a short trailer and a date. They- Some dates would be great, but if they don't have dates. I know. It's I impossible. Know, I know, okay, I know. I'm going to cut this off because we're just going around <laughs> and around in circles. So basically what they said. <laughs> <laughs> Xbox executive Aaron Greenberg, friend mm. of the show. Shout out to Aaron. He's uh. he's a real one, a good one. Yes. He says, I appreciate folks are eager to learn and see more. Timing is always key, but don't worry. You will not have to wait too long for what's next from us. They're having their own events. I'm telling you. That would be very exciting. And, and the Xbox Bethesda showcase was an incredible moment. I don't think we ever got public release numbers for how that was received, but I like a world where we get consistent updates across the calendar year from different publishers and different you know console manufacturers but i do like a good focused moment like the game awards or like an e3 where we know we're gonna have to get ready to stay up all night writing stories focus moments are the best i like both to be clear i like both we're not not gonna keep we can't no 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 no, we're not not, 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 despite the fact that we don't have a lot to talk about we do need to move on yeah just very quick okay nintendo direct nintendo does it with nintendo direct those were great Throughout the year, the Xbox could do the same for next year if sure. they have so much content coming up. So we can and they, they have a new team ready to take that challenge yeah. on. So yeah, I wish them luck. I hope it's exciting and it's soon. Yeah, and I know Phil is probably tired of talking about Call of Duty exclusive. <laughs> not, you know, seems like you should talk to his marketing team about that. I know, All right, right. <laughs> Horizon Forbidden West has a story expansion coming called Burning Shore, something that we did not talk about during our Game Awards reaction show that we are excited about. Yes. And it's coming in April, which is very exciting. According to Game Informer, Aloy is going to the ruins of fallen Los Angeles, which we obviously saw in the trailer at the Game Awards. It showed off iconic Hollywood sign, which somehow survived largely intact for centuries, which is <laughs> impressive, as well as the awakening of the massive machine slumbering beneath it. It's unknown what threat Aloy is facing or if the expansion will immediately address the Forbidden West wild ending, which we're not going to talk about here. Uh, we never get a spoiler cast for that. We should do that. Oh, yeah. Uh, probably because Brittany never finished it. That's right, Britt. I'm calling you out. Ooh, calling you out, Brittany. Oh, I never mentioned the fact that Brittany's not here. <laughs> um, she's uh, on early vacation for the holidays. Hopefully yes. she's having a Mai Tai and, and enjoying her time relaxing in the sun. But players won't have to wait terribly long because April 19th is the release date. And it's going to be a PlayStation 5 exclusive. Well, it appears to be anyway. Allegedly. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, so you, you mentioned at the bottom of the trailer, it only has the marketing logo for PlayStation 5. Mm-hmm. I'm ready for that. And yeah. Me too. I understand that there are a lot of folks who don't have that console in particular. Of this current generation, that is the hardest one to find. It's a tough sell. It's not come down in price. In fact, it's gone up in some cases. Mm-hmm. And it, it is really challenging to have that experience. But... I am glad that we're finally at a place where we're able to say, okay, hey, 
these experiences that we're creating, they they work best here. We've optimized it for this platform. This is where we want you to play it. This is our vision. And it's it's time to keep moving forward in the console generation. I'm I'm on board. Yeah, yeah. I think it's time to move on. Agreed. Yeah. We can't we can't be stuck. It's hard. No, it's gonna, look, I, I get it. Not everybody has the money to buy the new consoles, but I mean if if you go to like the old old days of gaming, hey, I remember those days when I'm like, oh man, I want to buy a a PlayStation or or a Nintendo sixty four, and I couldn't afford it, and I had to continue playing with my old games until yeah. until I finally could afford the new console. So hey, it's, just want to say that real quick. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> of course, it's yeah. it's expensive to always get into new technology. That's for sure. Which is why it's great that there's so many free to play games available across so many systems. Yeah. Oh yeah. And our final news item of the week is that we got some details via an exclusive interview at IGN about Armored Core 6. So this of course was one of the biggest announcements at the Game Awards from software. Mm-hmm. They are returning to the Armored Core series. And spoilers in case you didn't already know, it's not going to play like a Soulsborne game. <laughs> so if you are unfamiliar with Armored Core and it wasn't apparent from the trailer that came out you're not going to be swinging a giant ass sword around because you're in a mech and it's not going to be open world it's going to be mission based like previous armored core games have been and there's a whole bunch of other details in the exclusive interview over at IGN but Eurogamer writes that Miyazaki and Yamamura the two leads on the project and they also in this interview discuss how Miyazaki is actually taking a step back from Armored Core 6 and that Yamamura is going to be leading the project discuss some details of the game and addressed preconceptions. This is an interesting <laughs> idea. Preconceptions that people might have about it due to the fact that people have this idea of who From Software is as a studio in their mind from, you know, Elden Ring, Dark Souls, Bloodborne, the, the Soulsborne games, as you will. Miyazaki stated that we've not been making a conscious effort to try and direct it towards a Soulsborne-type gameplay. Instead, he said the studio has focused on the core concept of Armored Core as a series, using the experience of developing games from other series in that franchise. For context, the most recent Armored Core was Verdict Day back in 2013. Mm. And Miyazaki told IGN, this is more than just a market improvement over Armored Core 5. It offers more parts, more maps, new missions, while expanding the already tight mechanics with an AI crafting system, Mm. an overhauled online mode that encapsulates what Armored Core does best. Options, creativity, strategy, and teamwork. It's unashamedly hardcore. And all the better for it. So well, at least that part of their design aesthetic has not changed. So prepare your loins for another conversation about accessibility in video games once Armored Core 6 comes out. Yeah. <laughs> and, and this is also going to be not only in the current gen, but also previous gen too. Because they showed all the logos. That seems low. like a mistake. Huge mistake in my opinion. I, I was like, oh man. this. Unless this, that game's ready to come out next this year. This beautiful. Like the trailer where they're showing. I was like, oh man, this is like from next gen. And then I saw the, tr- the end of the trailer. I'm like, like Oh, Xbox One, PlayStation 4. That's honestly concerning. I did not see that. That is <laughs> yes, a bit of a concern. That's right at the end. I'm I like, mean, Ooh, if then. it's been in development or at least pre-development since 2013, like maybe they're, they're able to, to cobble together some 
past gen version of it but or the uh, game is coming out really soon or yeah it's right around the corner and we know for a fact that it'll just look better on xbox series xs and playstation and everybody just needs to lower their expectations that it's not going to be the next elden ring right no it's not that's going to be armored core yeah Yeah, it's going to be mechs and mech fighting and customization the crowd i mean being there when they made the announcement it was really cool to hear like the the fans are going crazy with with like the announcement and everything i'm not sure if those fans are excited because it was armored core or were they excited because it's another from game i think it was both i don't think they were excited because it was armored core because we didn't know it was armored core i already i already gave my criticisms of that piece of marketing material in the the game awards (laughs) reacts episode but Mm. i think that people are admittedly and they should be excited about from software as a studio you know that's great they've earned it the trailer presentation on stage jeff Keeley talked about how they are an innovative studio mm-hmm. creating and pushing the boundaries of what gamers are experiencing in video games gameplay-wise. And he's not wrong. They absolutely are, 100%. I am just going to reiterate that would appreciate it if they did a little bit more work in accessibility. 100%, I agree with you with that. But there also there is a hardcore hardcore cult following of this game like, sure. like, like the series overall like yeah. for sure there's nothing so, wrong with being a hardcore game yeah doesn't yeah. mean you can't also make your game accessible and hardcore i mean making yeah. a, text bigger. a little game called celeste <laughs> they need to they need to step up with with that text bigger and colorblind mode it does not make it less hardcore yeah 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 exactly i'm just gonna call that out but that's just really the news so far for this week because we are recording a little bit earlier because obviously the holidays are impending And we're going to take a really short break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about what we've been playing. Stick with us. We'll see you in a minute. Everybody, it is the second segment of the What's Good Games podcast where we talk about what we've been playing and any preview events we have been to. But first, I would like to let you know that this episode is brought to you by Honey. Today's episode is sponsored by PayPal Honey, the easiest way to save money when shopping on your iPhone or your computer. Now, if you're like me, you love doing holiday shopping for your friends and family. Picking out gifts for everybody is so much fun. And even though I love it, it still stresses me out, right? It stresses you out too. I know it does. Analysis paralysis takes over until you never actually make a decision. Things just stay in your cart forever. And then you have to pay to express ship everything. And cost a fortune? Sound familiar? But listen, even if you're like Rihanna and you've already got all of your gifts with bows under trees or shipped out to people, save yourself some money by using Honey, because Honey is the free shopping tool that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best one it finds to your cart. Imagine you're shopping at one of your favorite sites, and then when you go to checkout, all you do is click that Honey button that appears and that apply coupons magic happens. Honey searches the internet for coupons it can find for that specific site. And if it finds a working coupon, you can watch the prices drop. So let me tell you about a specific example. I just was shopping for flowers on one of my favorite websites and the cart was like $98. I was like, oh my gosh, for a single bouquet of flowers. But by the time you had shipping and fees and everything. But then I clicked my apply coupons button from Honey and it saved me $20, 20 whole dollars. I was super impressed. 
as I always am, as you guys know, I'm a big honey user. I love honey. And it's just so convenient to save money while you're shopping online, as we all like to do. And you can save even more when you ask Honey to keep track of price drops on your holiday shopping list. Or maybe you're gonna be buying some furniture for your new house, or maybe you've got your eye on some gadgets that you want for your home office. Put it on your Honey shopping list and they'll let you know when that price drops. If you don't already have Honey, you could be straight up missing out is basically what I'm trying to say. And by getting it, you'll be doing yourself a solid and supporting this show. It's a good game, so help us out. Because, you know, we don't recommend things that we don't use, and I use Honey all the time. Get PayPal Honey for free by going to joinhoney.com slash what's good. That's joinhoney.com slash what's good so that they know what's good game sent you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's talk about some video games we have been playing and I want to call out Destiny 2 because (laughs) Rihanna and I fire teamed up last weekend for an amazing stream on our Twitch channel. Thank you to everybody who came by our Game to Give and Bungie Foundation fundraiser for the little lights. We surpassed our $2,000 goal, which was awesome. Thank you so much. So thank you to all the What's Good Guardians who came out and everybody who was in chat. We had a great time, and it just reminds me how much I love playing Destiny. (laughs) Also streaming. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, and Joey Noel joined us from Kind of Funny. Love her. Big friend of the show. So thank you to Joey and to Whiskey, who played with us, and some of the other Guardians who joined us. Had a great time. It was a a really good time. And thank you again to anybody who donated, participated, tweeted, let people know we were streaming. Really appreciate it. It's going to make a huge difference for the little lights out there. Oh, we had a great time. It was money for a charity. It was a great time. Very excited for Lightfall. And now the dawning is underway. Yes. Uh. Make all them cookies. Lightfall's coming next year early. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. Yeah. Yes. It reminds me how much I need to catch up on before Lightfall and how much I want to do and play in that game and how Dreamlight Valley still keeps sucking me in. It's a very addicting game. It is from what I hear. I'm scared to download it. Well, now they have all the fun holiday stuff happening with their holiday. I mean, Merlin is in a Santa costume for crying out loud. It's adorable. Have you been playing anything else well i <laughs> downloaded the demo for forspoken oh but I haven't very... launched it yet <laughs> okay okay. Oh, okay i was gonna ask you like i was gonna ask a couple questions i'm so curious about that so i really want to play but in full disclosure not that it's already not apparent that i don't yeah. play as much games as i would like because baby but 
with the Game Awards last week with Brittany in town doing our end of year production, our Game Awards reaction show. <laughs> and now this show, there's literally been like zero time. And sure. then the Destiny stream. So No, we've been super busy. Yeah, so it's I been it. very yeah. busy. I haven't really slept. So <laughs> <laughs> that's a thing. But no, I haven't gotten a chance to play it yet. But you guys both dabbled in the recent released High on Life from we Squatch did. Games. Yes. We did. So I can say really quickly, I've only played maybe two hours. So not a lot of time. First impressions. First impressions. I did sit down on the couch in the, the hub world and started watching Tammy and the T-Rex because I know that oh it's a gosh. surprise to some folks that that entire film, it, if you don't know it, Google it. The entire movie is in the game, like literally oh, licensed okay. and it's sitting on a TV screen. And you can sit down and watch it and other characters in the room will comment on like, oh, I think they really did justice with this character. And I'm surprised Tammy they killed the them off. Yes. It's a real movie. Very, it's a very real random. Movie. And it's, I mean, they have also other content. Sure, hours sure. Hours of content, too, it, but it's that's just a, a, long a movie. fun, not quite Easter egg, Easter egg. But for the game itself, it, it's it's fun. It's definitely a great experience if you're like, I just want to play something and sit down and chill, have a little adventure game moment, maybe some some things that I can do traversal wise. And you know, there seems to be like some narrative threads that are hidden uh, around the world that if you discover different waypoints, you can get into. But again, it's early. I haven't had a lot of time with uh, like opening the story up. I like the writing. I like the humor i don't laugh out loud at and it's not my flavor but i can understand how people be really excited to see you know rick and morty in a video game and i think yeah. it delivers on that so yeah, yeah it's been pretty fun it has one of the greatest intros i've seen in my an incredible opinion. intro so it, they've the been intro, talking about how they don't want people to spoil the I'm intro not, no so, spoilers. so don't no I'm not, yeah. I'm not i'm not no spoilers but it was really cool to see the intro it was really awesome and i think it was perfect for this game that's what i will say I really enjoy the game. Um, How is the gunplay? Because that's the whole focus that you have all these like yeah. wacky guns. So right? I, all your weapons are going to be talking to you the whole time. You could you, you in can the elect settings, to change how yeah, often they talk. To I you. didn't know in the settings. In the settings, okay. you could put it as normal once in a while. They could talk or just turn it off completely. It's up to you. But I feel I, I feel like it's good to. I have it occasionally. We'll talk better than just having everything because after a while. I the just, stream of consciousness that is just Justin Roiland's mind is mm. overload for you. I feel like it was <laughs> way too much. It's an impressive amount of writing. However, it is a lot. It's a lot. Uh, but I, I do I will mention this, that the game remind me of old school Mega Man where you select the boss that you're going to go and fight mm. next. It reminds me of that. And plus, they'll mention a lot of stuff like old school games. They'll mention about like uh, Lucky Tales. They'll mention Mario and other things too man i had a great time so far with the game so i have like eight hours already in okay eight hours yeah I'm that's a hefty it. amount of time yeah yeah boss battles is awesome they're great very interesting very really cool very diverse set of like gameplay mechanics too at least for the one boss that i've played mm -hmm. and i only have two weapons unlocked if it gives you an idea of how far i am in the game but there's an impressive amount of moving between different mechanics based on the weapons you have equipped. So it, it is a very much like it combines different play styles based on what you're holding in your two hands as the, the main character. And they do a really good job of communicating how you're supposed to beat the boss, but you could beat it however you like. Yeah. Which is really yeah. impressive. So there's some some flexibility in the gameplay style there. I as mean well. you could also change the difficulty if, if you feel sure. like it's too much, but um sure. I did try it out of the Steam Deck. Oh. Yeah. Plays good. Great. Yeah. Oh, nice. I prefer the PC. Mm -hmm. But uh, and I'm yeah, playing Steam on Deck an Xbox works Series great. S and yeah. it's and, fantastic. And also, it's on Game Pass. So you can oh, yes. Play we should too. mention yes. that it, it is a part of Game Pass. So yeah. if you are a Game Pass subscriber, PC and console. Yeah. So download it today. You can play it yeah. however you want. Great game. 
Shout out to uh, the whole team. And I think they did a pretty good job with the game. It's going to be, I think, yeah. a little funny watching how people are going to react. Because I think yeah. so far it's from what mixed. I've seen <laughs> that if you're not into Justin Roiland's humor, if you're not a Rick and Morty fan, if you mm-hmm. didn't like Squanch's other title, you yeah. know that this probably is going to turn you off, right? Right. Like humor is a very subjective thing mm-hmm. and you either like it and appreciate it or you're like, nope, I'm good. But see, I, I like that humor. I like, the, you know, South Park, all that stuff. So mm-hmm. I'm okay with it. Yeah. But I, I you know, I was very curious. Uh, I, I went online to see like the people's reaction once the game came out. And it was been mixed mm-hmm. so far. So. And I will say, if you don't like that type of humor, there's a lot of it. So it's probably not a title you would. Yeah thoroughly enjoy yeah. and while you can dial down your weapon commentary you're still getting you know npcs walking up like different all the other dialogue there's the a lot of that writing and there's a lot of that humor which again impressive and it's really well done in that style if that's not your jam you might bounce off of this but pretty I, hard I'll even mention, though it's a really really competent adventure game i'll mention that i like the game because it's different when it because look the majority of times we get to see like the same game over and over again everybody you know serious shooting everything but with this one i feel like it was different so that's why i enjoyed it in my opinion for me mm-hmm. so yeah go ahead try it out it's free on game pass yeah you're a subscriber so that game pass always a good hey. uh, a good selection of games over there yes. best value in gaming yeah. <laughs> exactly another game that came out that's free actually free, you don't even need a subscription for it all, is Vampire Survivors on mobile. Oh, yeah. So this was an interesting <laughs> release. I don't think any of us assumed that they would just be releasing it for free on no. mobile, but it's out now, and you can check it out. But apparently, it's not as good as the original. <laughs> so this was announced at the Game Awards, which was, again, a total surprise. Vampire Survivors, of course, was on a, a lot of people's Game of the Year lists and in different categories. And was nominated on, for Best Debut Indie. Nominated for Best Debut Indie, definitely on a lot of my lists. Thanks to Danny, who introduced me to the game. Game of the year. Um, but <laughs> Step I, aside, Ellen Ring. <laughs> what, what I was very surprised with, and I tweeted about this in my first five minutes with the game, is that there's a lot of options to make it more comfortable for you to play on mobile that aren't very readily apparent. So when you first open the game, and it's, again, free on the, the iOS store, the, the Play Store and Google, it shows you the game in vertical, and it... You, you can hit start and then just pick a character and start playing. Like there's no startup time. It is super, super easy to get in. In vertical, in portrait mode. In portrait mode. Okay. So I tweeted about this and I was like, mm, not the best experience. I wish I had that phantom joystick on the screen so I knew where my thumb tracking right, was going. Right, that you going. get in the horizontal mode. Exactly. Yeah. So you can change that in settings. So you have to go to settings. Then you have to go to page two of settings. Mm, and then you can toggle page into, two. into nope. landscape. It's dead. It's dead if it's on page two. Too many clicks. But no, it, it's toggle. <laughs> So you can put in landscape right or landscape left, depending on which way you want your phone to tilt, I guess, depending on where you plug your charger or your headphones in. And then you can also toggle on and off the on-screen joystick. So that helped. It is still a little bit of a delay where, you know, I'm moving to the right and it's just a slight moment off. And if you've played Vampire Survivors, you know how critical that moment is. Yes. In a bullet hell, like that absolutely matters. It's really tough. It's, I mean, it's I've said this before in different areas. It, it's essentially a rhythm game. And anytime the rhythm's thrown off, it's hard. So it makes it a little bit harder. Have you tried it with like the the Razor Kishi or Backbone yet? Not yet, no. Not yet. Nor have I tried it with, um, you know, a paired like controller. A, like, a I tried a tablet, like a Bluetooth? My, my tablet. So Danny's okay. trying on a tablet. Yeah. And with a tab- controller or on the glass? Mm-hmm. On the glass. Oh, and okay. to be clear, I was trying on my, my Samsung Galaxy S21. So oh you both God. tried it on Android? 
Yes. Of course. Sense well, I know you guys are an Android household. <laughs> Just want to make sure in case, you know, maybe it operates a little yeah, maybe it's smoother different on iOS. iPhone. That's no, fair. That's, that's fair. fair. It, it could be different, but uh, I didn't use the, uh, the options. I just had it how I have my, my tablet normal and landscape mode and it was fine. So I, it defaulted to landscape on the tablet? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I would say that makes sense, but it, it doesn't though. Every game is different yeah. on tablet. Yeah. But I had the same delay. That's the part. Mm. Look, I love Vampire Survivors. Like that's, I think the game that I played the most this year, game of the year for me. Uh, <laughs> the part that was just annoying was just the, the delay. The part where I had a better time playing this game was on xCloud more than hmm. more than the tablet. There was that, less delay on less, xCloud less, than on the native tablet yes. app. Wow. Interesting. Yes. Yeah. That's not great. Not that great. <laughs> not great. At least it's free. Yeah. yeah. But you're right. I would like to test it out on the controller to see if it works. Yeah. But um, I didn't see any options of that. Did, did you? Or? To pair a controller? Yeah, I don't remember I'm not sure. It, that, it would but... take a little bit more doing. But as yeah. far as like like instantly popping up and saying, by the way, better with controller, yeah. n- there was no messaging like the that. Only, because the, mobile games don't, they don't and they don't. should not do that. Right. The you should only, never make a mobile game that's better with a controller. Yeah. You fucked up. <laughs> yeah. The only part where when it comes to S-Cloud, they, it gets a little bit complicated when you have a lot of enemies. It, the, yeah. the screen gets a little crazy and it's like a little yeah. bit too much for me but uh but when it comes to the controlling the character it was a lot easier for me than than the mobile version interesting yeah hmm. yeah so yeah it's okay good not great hey it's mobile. free try it it's out. also in game pass speaking it's also of game pass, game pass. It's not game pass. It just released in game pass a couple yeah. weeks back mm-hmm. so if you want to check it out there you can yeah. of yeah. course the, you know the vanilla experience on pc as a, hey, it, great on Steam Deck, I really great on an airplane. <laughs> I purchased this game for three dollars. Yes, uh, maybe it's like maybe four now, but one could argue that they yeah. could easily sell that for nine ninety nine, and people would still buy it. And they it would. was like, and maybe they could get some more money to the make greatest more stuff. greatest investment of this year for me. It was the most addicting. And honestly, if you have a Steam Deck, must have must have for a Steam Deck. Must have. I think that's the number one game for the Steam Deck right now. Mm-hmm. Still well, to this day. I'm still hoping Santa is bringing a Steam Deck <laughs> so underneath no luck, my Christmas tree this no year. No luck during the Game Awards because it was like you didn't a win? free Steam Deck I, every minute. And plus, well, you had to be watching the- on Steam.tv. And we were in the audience. Uh, <laughs> no, actually, I think you just had to just sign in and that's it. I mean, if I had it up on my phone, maybe I could have done the that. The only but. thing, you have to be a Steam customer. I am sure, a Steam yeah. customer. Yeah. I mean, there's that's, people that that, tried. That's, it was that's like not hard. Time, and they were you like, no, you that... have to be a customer. You have to buy a game in order to be, <laughs> to enter. Like, you have to have your credit card data in our system. <laughs> <No>. Yes, yes. <laughs> we have to know who you are. <laughs> so, I mean, with the speeches at the Game Awards, I thought people were going to get more Steam Deck, but no. I did like just <laughs> joke about that. Christopher Judge trying to get some more Steam Deck out there. That was Take a, that time, was a good moment Take of levity. That, that was definitely really funny. Yeah. So another big game that came out that's technically an old game, but one that I know a lot of us are excited about is The Witcher 3's next-gen update. So Ooh, greatest, we all knew this was coming. Greatest RPG of all time. So, I mean, that's that's a big statement to make. Yes. I'll, uh, which I'll we will dig right into. And, uh, Clip yeah. that if you want. The <laughs> best <laughs> RPG. The greatest RPG of all time? Well, how it's are you my, saying it? Hmm. It's uh, just the... Uh, Say it as a definitive statement so we can have a good clip. Okay. The Witcher 3, next-gen or not, is the greatest RPG of all time. Wow. He said it. Wow. You could clip that. Just laid it down like that. Daniel Pena from Gamertag Radio. (laughs) Look, I play that game on Xbox. I also play on the Nintendo Switch. Mm. I actually bought the game. Play the whole thing. 
I even had more hours on that version than the Xbox version. <laughs> and now I'm replaying again with the next gen update on PC. Wow. Even though. Wait, wait, wait. You're fifth- playing the next gen update <clears throat> on PC? Yes. That's for hilarious. For the first time. That's hey, hilarious. The it's reason for I- PS5 and Xbox Series X. No, you played it, it on PC? No, but here's the thing. I just bought a gaming PC like okay. over a year ago. So I this had is a- your first time playing Wait, on you PC, bought right? it. You just bought it over a year ago uh i just i, I just bought a pc <laughs> what just bought it a year ago feels like sorry just, just I, the way I, you're communicating sorry. it it's you just know what funny. i'm saying it's just funny yeah i know i'm a little okay so you're it's pl- the wine i mean but, you know, no surprise that the witcher 3 is great to play on pc i think no one's shocked by that right yeah. yes clearly yeah. it's looked great on pc the whole time hey, look i only played it for maybe 20 minutes or so the next gen version and it looks beautiful oh mm. my god graphically looks I have a 4080, by the way. So mm-hmm. I was like, I put the, the settings max. Humble brag. I <laughs> know, right? And it looks beautiful. <laughs> oh, my God. They did a great job with the game. That's great. And I can't wait to replay it again with a different experience. Third you know? time around. Third time. So this is my sister's favorite RPG as well. Mm-hmm. So she has played. Oh, oh, you know, I can't say that. She's probably played Skyrim more than she's mm-hmm. played The Witcher 3. It, it, it'd be Skyrim a toss up, maybe. Skyrim is up there. One of the best RPGs of all time. Yes. yes you, which you can there. play on literally every platform that's ever been made. <laughs> um, <laughs> and we were texting about it. And I had told her that I was waiting for this next gen update to go back and yeah. replay it. And she was like, you mean play for the first time? Because she was teasing me because she knows that I only put about like 15 to 20 hours in the game when it originally came out. Only 15 to 20. That is literally scratching the surface in The Witcher. I have hundreds. Yeah. I mean, thousands. A lot of people have thousands of hours. I have hundreds, not thousands. And there's a lot of DLC content, of Mm -hmm. course. And it's obviously not the same as a Skyrim where there's like persistent stuff to go do all the time. There's, Mm -hmm. it's a very crafted world, but it's still a very large crafted narrative world and it's what made cd project red the studio they are today right it enabled them to make a new world like cyberpunk which we also didn't talk about Idris elba at the game awards oh my gosh such such amazing such a fun moment so glad he's just he's great i love him yes i'm glad he's coming to cyberpunk but i have been waiting for them to do this upgrade because we all knew it was coming because i was just like i'm not gonna go back at this point and play it on my PS4. Like, why bother? Yeah. So I'm excited to to check it out and to play it and just add it to my list. I still have to finish Cyberpunk too. So. It's not like I have, you know, endless amounts of time no. to play these RPGs. <laughs> the Witcher 3, to me, I'll put it up there with Skyrim. Mm. I'll put it up there with Final Fantasy 7, Final Fantasy 6, which is 3 with the Super Nintendo version and everything. Those are my like my all-time favorite RPGs. The Witcher 3 is So amazing. as someone who has never played The Witcher 3, this is my moment? This is the time? Yes. Yes. Now okay. is your yes. time. I and actually have played more of The Witcher 2 than I've played of The Witcher 3. And let me tell also, you. Also, amazing game. The hey. expansion, even better. All right. Well, I'll have a brand new PC to play yeah. with it over the break. And shout yeah. out to Jennifer, my favorite character. <gasps> See, I've been she's reading the books. She's hot in there and hot in the, the Netflix she, She's version. incredibly yeah. hot. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, for sure. And yeah. in the books, also hot. Yeah. And you know what? I'm sure you have to use your imagination, but yeah. like she's she's a fun character. Yeah, in the but books. no, honestly, like I, I feel like the, the story is super strong, voice acting, graphics. The, I think somebody tweeted out 
recently, what is the game that has all tens? I put The Witcher. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. The, the, Witcher. the Witcher three. The Witcher three. Okay. Yeah. I think it's inarguable that it's one of the greatest RPGs of all time. Yeah. Amazing. Mm-hmm. But I appreciate that you put your flag in the sand that it is the best one. The best. Yes. You said it. It's gonna get clipped. So yeah. It's the truth. Yeah. There's nothing wrong Again, with having an opinion like that. Everybody has a different opinion. <laughs> yeah. I feel like mm-hmm. that's the greatest for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's I nothing wrong that. with that. Yeah. And that makes us happy because it's yeah. a great game. And we can't wait to see more New Witcher, which is happening not next year, but beyond. Well, there are, It's they, coming in the future. They are working on a remake of part one. Yes. They announced that. Oh, yeah. We and, talked about that a couple weeks and ago. They, uh, finally, they announced that it's going to be similar to The Witcher 3, like open world. Because mm-hmm. back then, Witcher 1 and 2 was very different than, than mm. 3. Anyway, yes, the playing. TV series is continuing. And yeah. yeah. Well, uh, well, we're uh, not going <laughs> to. That's a whole other show. Awesome, that one because <laughs> there's plenty of ways to experience I, I Witcher content. Say, <laughs> yes, if you yes, would like. Yes, there are indeed. <laughs> yeah. But that I think is going to do it for our show for this week, and that's our final live show of oh. 2022. Can I, can I say something? Of course you I, can. I'm really proud of you girls oh. uh, doing content every week right and proud to see top eight right uh, top eight. oh yeah the only all women podcast that's on the top top, it, that, uh, top eight that's in the charts in, at all in the yeah. charts at all <laughs> yeah in the, in the charts in general yes yes wow. so Even, um if you guys follow us on social media yeah. you saw Brittany, rihanna and myself messaging that we recently charted in the top 10 video game podcasts in the United States. And, you know, if you don't watch the charts, which why would you? Because we do, because that's part of our job. Sure. We're in the top 30 to top 50 every week. And sometimes, you know, we break into the top 10 like we did this last week. And that's a big milestone for us because we are independently funded. You know, like we rely on our amazing patrons mm-hmm. at patreon.com slash what's good games. We rely on our fantastic ad team at Rooster Teeth. So the sponsors that come and support the show. And of course, our one off, you know, partnerships that we get to do from time to time. But being independently funded means that we you know don't have the same amount of bandwidth to do as much content as these other people like you know ign turns out they have a lot of people working over there and even our friends you know even our friends that kind of funny have have a fantastic crew of people that they're working with and you know people like you know giant bomb we saw you know lucy on the show you know just last week she was wonderful and we love being in their company and and think it's really awesome and it's tough you know sometimes for Brittany and I to keep the show going week to week and Rihanna you have been a like immeasurable <laughs> part of our success for this year so thank you so much for all of your work with us I want to say that because uh, you know we, we, we talked uh, behind the scenes about like oh podcasting what's next you know and uh, yeah. I think the most important thing is for you girls and for everybody to just have fun and just create content have great conversation and I feel like the the community is going to support you and, and share the content and be like, oh, you got to check out what's good, you know. So it's not only y'all doing the work, but also your community is spending the word about about the show, too. So congratulations. Those five-star reviews make a huge yeah. difference, huge. you guys. They so do. please take your time, review the show. It helps out a lot and subscribe. And uh, I can't wait for 2023 for you girls. And I also want to say a quick shout out to people 
in the industry who support what's good because like we were just at the game awards we saw a lot of old friends and people mm-hmm. like jeff rubes from xbox who i know listens to the show people like keisha howard from sugar gamers who listens to the show they they come up and they say thank you for being that voice because either me or the women in my life or like we really, really need to hear more from you all and there are times when we don't want to do it and there's times when we're tired there's times when you have baby and Brit's busy and I'm doing work late and we just really have to dig deep in order to find it and you all are what keep us going so thank you it yes. really means a lot to us like without a doubt you guys keep us going to everybody who's sent emails or messages like at all it all matters, like I like I posted when I talked about the rankings lately. So thank you to everybody who has been with us and sticks with us. We have big plans for 2023, and we hope to do more. So hopefully you will continue to stick with us. And maybe the one gift you can give to What's Good Games this season is to tell somebody about the show. Say, hey, maybe open up that podcast app, whether it's Spotify or Apple or Google or SoundCloud or whatever you use, Blueberry. There's so many these days. <laughs> Just open it up and say, why don't you hit that download button, or that follow button, that listen button on your app to check out our show. We'd really, really appreciate that. And it doesn't cost you a dime. And on that note, don't forget to check out our What's Good Game Awards, which are happening next week. And then the week after, a fun one, the most anticipated for 2023. Lots of goodness coming. We will be back with a first live show after New Year's. So have a happy holiday season. Play some video games if you find some time. Maybe just go touch some snow. I'd say touch grass, but you know it's winter. (laughs) (laughs) Bye, everybody. Bye.